You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is the NFT Talk Show, and I am Tony Payne. How are you? I'm pretending right now that, you know, I can hear you tell me you are doing great. All right. How am I? Well, um, I am a little stressed. I am excited because Legends Live Forever drops very soon. So that is exciting for me. I'm looking forward to the many beautiful opportunities the collection is going to bring. Yes, that is it with me. So in today's episode, we will be continuing with NFT Basics Revisited. And in today's NFT Basics Revisited, I want us to talk wallets and exchanges. So I will start with exchanges first, because before you can even do wallets, you have to do an exchange. So what is an exchange? What is a crypto exchange? A crypto exchange is this place that you go to purchase crypto using fiat, which is your dollar, your yen, your pound, um, cash, or it attaches to your bank account. So, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be cash, but it's your regular everyday in real life currency in whatever country you live in. So a crypto exchange is where you purchase crypto. Okay. We're going to talk crypto exchange and we're going to talk crypto wallets. Two different things, two different things. You use the crypto exchange to purchase. You use the wallet to get your NFTs. You have to send money or send crypto from your crypto exchange account to your wallet account. So those are the steps you will need to take. So let's get into what the crypto exchanges are. There are a lot of crypto exchanges out there. There is a Binance, there is Coinbase, there is Crypto.com. For the sake of not making this too long, I'm going to stick to those three. Um, Now, here's another thing. Binance has two versions. Binance has Binance US and Binance also has Binance. So if you are in America, you can't use Binance. (laughs) You literally have to use Binance US. Don't ask me why. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, so apparently um, people in the U.S. have to use Binance U.S. And if you're outside of the U.S., you have to use the regular Binance. And that's what a lot of people that I know outside of the U.S. use is Binance. Um, But then there's also um, Crypto.com and there's also Coinbase. Now, here's another thing. Different exchanges will carry different cryptocurrencies right? I am not a hundred percent certain. I have seen Solana on Binance, but I am a hundred percent certain I get my Solana on Coinbase. So let's say you are trading Solana or Tez, then you would probably need, you know, Coinbase. They all have Ethereum. Binance has Ethereum. Binance US has Ethereum. Crypto.com has Ethereum. Coinbase has Ethereum. So Ethereum, you're good. Um, in terms of Tezos as well, you would probably still need to go Coinbase, the Coinbase route. 
why Binance for me, um, if I'm trading ETH, I probably would use Binance only because it's the fees are cheaper. But keep in mind that when you're using Binance US, um, I've never used Binance regular because I'm not, um, I'm in the US. When you're using Binance, keep in mind that sometimes it does take a few days to fund, especially if you're just starting. Um, and if you're trying to cash out, it does take a few days to cash out as well. So always keep that in mind. Coinbase, however, does um, offer instant payouts and the ability to fund your account immediately. But I have heard people that have had issues with them. Um, I have a friend that did have issues where they delayed her money. So just always spread. I, I, I don't put all my, <laughs> I don't put all my crypto on one exchange. I buy my crypto from different exchanges only because if one person, um, acts up, I will have, you know, backup. So I just try as much as possible not to, um, put all my eggs in one basket because you just never know. Um, and you want to kind of be a little bit in control, right? All right. So those are the exchanges. What does an exchange do? An exchange is somewhere where you go and purchase the cryptocurrency exchanges do not help you buy nfts all they do is just help you convert your in real life currency for wherever you are in the world in america it's dollars and convert it to cryptocurrency so that's where you're going to be buying your cryptocurrency now each exchange um let's say you have an let's use crypt let's use coinbase sorry let's use coinbase as an example Let's say you have in your Coinbase, you purchase Ethereum, you purchase Solana, you purchase Tezos. Each one is going to have a wallet address. Now, don't mistake a wallet address for a wallet. It's not the same thing. Your wallet is going to be something like a MetaMask. It's an, a different app. And in your wallet, um, your wallet, your crypto wallet, you're also going to get another wallet address. That's so a lot of addresses. <laughs> so look at it this way. If you are using Ethereum, you're going to definitely have a minimum of two wallets. One wallet addresses, sorry. One address in your exchange account and one address in your wallet account. That makes sense? It should. Very simple. So crypto exchange like Binance, Binance US, Crypto.com are where you purchase the crypto, right? And then wallet is what you use. You know, it's like going to the ATM and then putting the money in your wallet. Wallet is what you use to now carry your money or your ETH around that you want to spend. I always advise, not financial advice, that if you're not planning to spend the cryptocurrency right away, do not leave it in your wallet, you know, because, you know, especially a hot wallet, don't leave it in there. Now there's another kind of wallet, which is a cold wallet. I'm going to talk about that in a second. So recap about exchange. You have several exchange is, um, you have Binance, you have Binance US. US one is for people in America and Binance is for everywhere else. You have crypto.com and then you have Coinbase. Not every one of them will carry each currency. I know for sure that Coinbase does have Solana and Ethereum and Tezos, but I am not 100% certain I haven't seen Solana on Binance, but they do carry Ethereum. So if you're only trading Ethereum, then you're good to go with Binance or any other um, 
any other of the exchanges. All right, great. So I think that is it. That is it for the exchanges. Um, you have the each wallet addresses. I've covered that. Good. All right. So now moving on to wallets. Hmm. This is where it starts to get interesting. So let's say you want to trade Ethereum, right? You're going to need a wallet like MetaMask, Coinbase, right? Let's say you want to trade Solana or you want to use Solana to buy NFTs. You can't use Ethereum's wallets for Solana. You have to get Solana specific wallet. So each currency has its own wallet. So it's not like, you know, how you can um, hold dollar, pound, and um, yen and put them in your, in real life. Well, it's not like that. Each one has its own app that lets you do that. So with Ethereum, um, with Ethereum, it's MetaMask and Coinbase. With Solana, it's going to be Soulflare and Phantom. I will tell you the differences between these wallets in a second. And with Tezos, it's going to be um, Kokai Temple. And then we now have another thing called a cold wallet, like your ledger. A ledger or cold wallet, I know, sorry, <laughs> is an offline wallet. And you can actually connect your offline wallet to the other cryptocurrency. So that's literally where you can store your crypto if you don't want to leave it in exchange and your NFTs for your security because it's not connected online. It's not connected to anything. If you have valuable NFTs, it is highly recommended that you transfer um, your NFTs to your um, cold wallet. So your hot wallet are the ones that are online, like your MetaMask, like your Soulflare, like your Phantom, like your Kukai, like your Temple. And then your hot, um, your cold wallet, sorry, um, is the offline wallet. It's not connected to anything and it's not easily hacked. Um, and that's like your ledger, your trezel. Um, but yeah. So how do you sign up for a wallet? I'm going to do it step by step. I'm not going to do all the currencies at once. I'll start with ETH. So for Ethereum, let's use MetaMask. You go download MetaMask and then you sign up. It's going to give you a seed phrase. This is very important. Your seed phrase is literally like your ATM password. If somebody gets their hands on your seed phrase, they can literally milk your account. So you want to make sure that no one has access to your seed phrase, right? Always make sure when you're setting up your account and it tells you to write down your seed phrase, don't just like screen munch it and save it on your phone. Don't do that. That is not, that is not the safe way to do it. Find somewhere to write it down physically. You can write it down 10 times physically and keep it in safe places. If you have a home safe, keep it in there. Um, you know, because that is what you're going to need. If you ever get locked out of your wallet, that is what you're going to need to access your wallet again. Okay. So if you can't access your wallet again, your, you know, all your crypto, your NFTs, all your money is gone. You need your seed phrase. It's like the most important part of all this is your seed phrase. So you have to make sure you protect your seed phrase like you are protecting your beautiful smile. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So 
MetaMask. You download MetaMask. And when you're downloading MetaMask, make sure you're downloading for the correct site because there are so many scammers out there and you don't want to go downloading the wrong um, app. Make sure you're downloading from the right site. You write down your seed phrase and you're good to go. With Solana, you're going to same process. You download, let's say, Soulflare or Phantom. I personally prefer Soulflare because of two reasons. Soulflare um, just looks better um, in terms of NFTs and also because Soulflare has a burn mechanism. So what is a burn mechanism? Let's say you create an NFT or you buy an NFT and you no longer want it and you want to burn it, meaning get rid of it. It doesn't exist anymore. Poof, be gone. Um, Soulflare has the function to burn an NFT, but Phantom doesn't. But in the same token, Phantom is the most popular wallet for Solana. Both are great. So choosing either one, you can't lose. Um, and oh, wait, another key. Well, this key difference doesn't really matter anymore because I heard Phantom is now now has a mobile app. Um, when I had gotten Soulflare, that was a deal breaker for me. Because Soulflare had a mobile app, but Phantom didn't. And I needed something kind of like MetaMask has a mobile app too, where I can trade NFTs on the go and I don't have to rely on my computer. Um, because a lot of times it's an extension. MetaMask has a Chrome extension and you will need Google Chrome. Has a Chrome extension that you can um, download MetaMask to, to be able to connect to marketplaces, to trade NFTs. Um but they also have the app where you can still do the same thing. There are some marketplaces that don't work well with the app, which is maybe foundation. Um, but we'll talk about marketplaces next. That will be in the next episode. I will be discussing marketplaces and um, the advantages and disadvantages of each one based on my personal experience, not financial advice, D-Y-O-R. Did you guys get tired of hearing like not financial advice? Like, you know what? <laughs> you are kind of advising me, lady. <laughs> like, why do you keep saying not financial advice? Like, we're talking money here and you're telling me what to do. No, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just helping you, you know, get a general idea of what's going on. Um, so, yeah. So, let's move on to Tezos. Tezos is the same. You have your Kukai or your Temple. You download it, save your seed phrase, um, and you have your wallet. Now, how do you get money into your wallet? Because they all function the same way, I am only going to use Ethereum as an example. Or maybe I can use other ones. So you go back to your exchange, right? Your Coinbase or Crypto.com exchange. Let's use Coinbase. You go back to your Coinbase. You click on, you know, Ethereum. You've purchased 0.5 ETH and it's sitting there in your Coinbase. And you've seen this beautiful... Tony Payne NFT that you want to purchase for 0.4. You take your 0.5 and you, you know, click on it and you click trade and it'll tell you, do you want to send it to some, another wallet and you click yes. And then it'll pop up something that says to where to put the wallet. Now, what you need to do is go to your cryptocurrency wallet, right? Like your MetaMask or your Soulflare or your if you're using Solana or your Kokai, if you're using Tez, because we're talking ETH, we're going to say MetaMask. So you go into MetaMask 
and you copy your wallet, you would have created a wallet. You can name it whatever you want. Then you copy that wallet address. The wallet address is going to be like, you know, alphanumeric one, two, A, B, C, blah, blah, blah. It's just a bunch of letters. Unless you have an ENS address, which is a totally different discussion, but we're going to stick to the alphanumeric ones. Um, God, NFTs are kind of complicated, aren't they? Jeez. How do I think about it? I'm like, <laughs> don't worry. I'm here for you. I am here to get you through this. All right. So you take the wallet address, you copy it, make sure you copy it and make sure you double check that you copy the right one. Like a lot of times I'll copy it, paste it into my Binance or my crypto, um, dot com or my Coinbase. And I will cross check to make sure I'm putting the right wallet address. Cause you see crypto and wallet and the decentralization, all these things is not forgiving. So if you make a mistake, it's like on you, like you literally got to be like super responsible with your, with your, what, with your wallet and with your money. Um, there's no one to go cry to, you know? Um, well you can come cry to me. I don't mind. So you take your address from your crypto wallet. Hmm? You take it and you put it into the when and ask for the address in your crypto exchange. Hmm? And then you paste it in there. With Ethereum, there's going to be gas fees. So it'll tell you how much do you want to send since you're buying a Tony Payne at 0.4 ETH. You're going to say, okay, let me just send everything 0.5 to cover gas and, you know, cover all the beautiful gas fees you have to pay. So you go in there and then you click max because you have 0.5 in there, right? Or you, if you had more than that, then you just put whatever you're trying to send and then you click send. Hmm? It's going to show as pending and then it's going to show as processed or whatever language the market, um, the exchange uses. Then you now go back to your crypto wallet. We're leaving our exchange because we've sent the money. You go back into your crypto wallet and then you check in your crypto wallet. You should then see the funds there. Again, you cannot use an exchange to purchase NFTs. You can only use a cryptocurrency wallet like MetaMask for ETH, like Soulflare or Phantom for Soul, like Kukai or Temple for Tezos, okay, um, to purchase NFTs. So you're going to need those wallets. And to keep your NFT safe, you want something like a ledger, which is an offline wallet. It's just cold storage, hot, cold, hot, cold. <laughs> All right. So you now have your money in your either MetaMask for ETH, Soulflare for Soul, Kukai for Tezos. And now you're ready to purchase your first NFT. Yay for you. So what do you do next? You now have to look for the marketplace where you saw the NFT that you wanted to get. Tony Payne stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to keep using myself as an example. I'm manifesting it. Maybe you will. All right. And then you connect your wallet to the marketplace and it's going to ask you to sign. Hmm? Let's say you're using your desktop and you're using the Chrome extension. Just keep in mind that when you download, let's say MetaMask, you download the Chrome extension on your um, desktop, it's gonna ask you for your seed phrase. Just make sure it's the right thing. Don't go downloading from some strange place and then putting your seed phrase in. Same thing with your phone. Let's say you're using an Apple 
and then you download MetaMask onto your iPhone and you, um, it's going to ask you for your seed phrase. It's still going to be the same wallet. That seed phrase is connected to that one wallet. So on your desktop or on your iPhone, it might look a little different, but trust me, your, um, your balance will be the same and you can purchase NFTs, um, either way. So because I'm on the move a lot, I will tend to do some of it on my phone, but most of the time I make sure I do it on my computer where I know it's secure hundred percent and I'm not distracted and I'm sitting, breathe in, breathe out to make sure this is what I want. Cause it's, like I said, it's easy to FOMO into NFTs. I do that still. Ah, oh, geez. I'm trying to stop. Like I FOMO into things and, um, need help. <laughs> All right. So that is it. I think we covered the basics. Um, the key differences between, you know, Coinbase and MetaMask, I think MetaMask is just more popular. And the fact that it's more popular, you will see more marketplaces using it. Um, you know, having the capacity to like connect your MetaMask, same thing with, um, Soulflare and actually Soulflare and Phantom are the two most popular one on Solana. And then, um, Kukai and Temple are the two most popular ones on, um, Tezos. I don't think I have forgotten anything. If you think I did not cover something in this wallet discussion, please feel free to hit me up and let me know like, Hey, Tony, what's up? I am always going to be here to answer any questions that you have, any clarifications that you need, um, off the top of my head. I think that's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so NFTs are fun. We love it. Degen all you want. Nobody will judge you. Um, and don't listen to the right click savers. That is it for the wallet talk. And I will be talking marketplaces next on the, you know, basics revisited. It's fun. And like I said earlier, I'm doing great. I'm excited. <laughs> all right. That's it for this episode. I will catch you on the blockchain. Bye.